They talked and walked and read the masterpieces of literature and played duets on the piano together. Sometimes, for he was the more brilliant performer, though, as he said, terribly lazy about practising, for which she scolded him, he would gently slap the back of her hand if she played a wrong note and say naughty, and she would reply in baby language, me very sorry, ooh, naughty to hurt Lucia. That was the utmost extent of their carnal familiarities, and with bright eyes fixed on the music, they would break into peals of girlish laughter until the beauty of the music sobered them again. Georgie, he was Georgie, or Mr. Georgie, never Pilson, to the whole of Rizal, was not an obtrusively masculine sort of person. Such masculinity as he was possessed of was boyish rather than adult, and the most important ingredients in his nature were womanish. He had, in common with the rest of Rizal, strong artistic tastes, and, in addition to playing the piano, made charming little watercolour sketches, many of which he framed at his own expense and gave to friends, with slightly sentimental titles, neatly printed in gilt letters on the mount. Golden Autumn Woodland, Bleak December, Yellow Daffodils, Roses of Summer, were perhaps his most notable series, and these he had given to Lucia on the occasion of four successive birthdays. He did portraits as well in pastel, these were of two types, elderly ladies in lace caps with a row of pearls, and boys in cricket shirts with their sleeves rolled up. He was not very good at eyes, so his sitters always were looking down, but he was excellent at smiles, and the old ladies smiled patiently and sweetly, and the boys gaily. But his finest accomplishment was needlework, and his house was full of the creations of his needle, wool-work curtains, petit-point chair-seats, and silk embroideries framed and glazed. Next to Lucia, he was the hardest-worked inhabitant of Rizalm, but not being so strong as the Queen, he had often to go away for little rests by the seaside. Travelling by train fussed him a good deal, for he might not be able to get a corner seat, or somebody with a pipe or a baby might get into his carriage, or the porter might be rough with his luggage so he always went in his car to some neighbouring watering-place where they knew him. Dicky, his handsome young chauffeur, drove him, and by Dicky's side sat Fuljambi, his very pretty parlour-maid who valeted him. If Dicky took the wrong turn, his master called Naughty Boy through the tube, and Fuljambi smiled respectfully. For the month of August, his two plain strapping sisters, Hermione and Ursula, alas, always came to stay with him, 